listen to that. Oh, no, no. Michael Yow Show. It's Michael Yo. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. We're going to do it live on Facebook every single time because you guys have so many questions. I get a lot <laughs> of questions from you guys. I do, Leo. So many people hit me up. Uh, let me yeah. put you up here, too. I'm doing it with Leo Flowers today. That's my boy right there, Leo Flowers. Yeah. I get so many questions during these podcasts just about random things. And why I wanted you to be on the podcast is because you're a comedian, first of all, so you have great takes. You're a therapist, a mental therapist, correct? Well, I have a master's in counseling psychology, so I'm not licensed in California, but I could practice in some other places, yes. So it's safe to say if somebody had a question, you could give them some advice. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and what else do you do, Leo Flowers? I have a, I have a suicide prevention podcast. So uh, as we know, like suicide rates are spiking right now. Uh, in some places, some places are actually going down. Um, and why do you think? Why do you think some places suicide rate is going down? Well, uh, there's a couple of factors. Uh, three actually. One is uh, kids aren't in school, so they're not being physically bullied as much. So uh, we've kind of taken that uh, out of one of the contributing factors to people want to end their lives. Uh, two, uh, because people are working from home, they don't have that long you know, hour and a half to two hour commute, which was then interfering with their workouts, which was then leading to stress because they weren't home. So people are a bit more relaxed now. They're chill. They're with their family, et cetera, et cetera. Can I, can I say something not to cut you off, but yeah. I feel with COVID, when COVID hit and it really went hard, yeah. I think like even for myself, yeah. it made a lot of people evaluate their lives at yeah. that moment in time. Because yeah. for myself, it was like, look, I live in L.A., the hustle and bustle. But to do this job, I do stand up comedy and then host TV shows and act. Do I need to live here or can I live close enough where I can get back and forth? Because when you live in L.A., for some reason, for some reason, you just feel this weight, this heaviness of the industry on you. You know, what? It, it, it's hard to explain. It's like if you live, if you it's like if you worked at Chili's, but the whole city was Chili's. So everywhere you went, everybody talked chilies. They shared recipes about chilies. Everybody's talking about managers at chilies. Everybody's trying to move up at chilies. You know, it's almost like it's that type of Listen, feeling. Nobody retires in LA. LA is where you come when you're hungry, when you when you're ready to feast. You know what I'm saying? You you come in here to get you come in here to eat everything to grab every opportunity. We out here like Dennis Rodman. We want all the loose balls. You know, we're trying to grab everything. We grabbing all the rebounds. We're not taking no days off out here in LA. You go to like Pacoima, Washington, or or Tuscaloosa, Idaho. If you want to kick back, relax, let your let your let your money come in from the hedge funds. See, see, I disagree, man. I disagree because I'm hungry. I want to eat, but I just don't want to be in it all the time. Like you don't have to be in it all the time to be hungry. That's what I'm saying. No, I, 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 what you're saying, but you're talking about a feel. You're talking about a feeling, and I'm saying that LA gives you that feel, like New York does. Like New York, LA, uh, even Chicago in some places gives you this feeling, like everybody grinding so i always got to be grinding versus you go to like small town aniston alabama where my dad's from it's like you wake up and you know just seeing the sun shines enough you know what i'm saying not to downplay a slower lifestyle but there are just some places i mean because of the noise the lights 
your boys are hit everybody hitting you up. You're looking at social media, looking at what everybody else is doing. And when you meet people in L.A., the first thing people ask you is, yo, what you up to? Oh, my. No, they, they ask you. They ask you what you're doing. Hey, that's, so no, what that's are you what doing? But that, I mean, it's the same thing. What are you doing? What are you up to? You go to a small town, they ask, how are you? They, they, they're they yeah. concerned about you. You go overseas, they ask you about your family first. They go, how's your family? So we, we see a difference in in terms of uh, uh, values from place to place to place to place. So it's about finding a place that aligns with your values. And I think that is, you know, moving to Vegas was a great move for you. Oh, I love it. I love it, man. And I go back and forth and I got two big announcements that's coming up in probably like the next two, three weeks. Yeah, man. I I got some big things popping. Uh, But you guys that are watching right now, I love you to be a part of the conversation. My Facebook family has grown so much. The views on my videos have gone through the roof and I appreciate you guys. So this is as always, just like when I do these things alone and you guys chime in, feel free to chime in and I'll put you up there. Uh, Charlton Manson. Yo, what up? Sounds like a TV show. Yes, this could be a TV show. Oh, uh, yeah. Can I tell you what's messed up? You think ever, his name Who? is very close oh, to Charles Manson. <laughs> I don't want to say nothing, but I <laughs> Oh, but you know what? It looks like Charles Ma- Manson when you look at it, but Charlton Mason. Oh, it's Charlton Mason. Yeah, yeah see, as soon as I saw him, the same thing. <laughs> I was like, Charles Manson. Oh, my God. What a horrible name. I thought that dude was dead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's dead. I think he's still in jail, isn't he? I think somebody got him. I think no. I think I don't know. What is he eating? Like, why am I eating like Whole Foods, organic everything, and this dude is like eighty-five and still running around with six-pack abs and stuff? I I don't. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's. I don't know if he's alive though. I, if you yeah. know if Charles Manson is still alive, let me know. Hit yeah. me up. Uh, Lance, Lance Ross. What up, Mike? What up, Lance? Thank you for – that is a very weird profile pic. The back of your head? And oh, your yeah, he died in 2017. All right. Oh, he died in – okay, 2017. Yeah, yeah. All right. And and Lance Ross, your fade looks kind of messed up by the back of your head of this picture. Oh, what happened back there? Uh, yeah, man, what happened? See what the happy was <laughs> my haircut, and they didn't do it. Good. Like Barbara fell asleep at one point. Like, oh damn! Uh, had a was on like hour eighteen. That's when you get a haircut. You got to ask your barber how long you've been on the on the clock for. Oh know? yeah, oh yeah. You don't want to go to no janky yeah. barber man. Yeah. I mean they they get because just think if a barber messes up your head, you're messed up for like two three weeks. <laughs> it's <Right>. not <laughs> like you just done. Now you got to spray in a little whatever. And that have to, you know what the worst thing is? Sometimes they don't even tell you they messed up. Oh, no. No, they, they won't. They, they try, they try when, to When they show there, they're moving it like this. Yeah. They only show you one side in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. All right. See you later. All right. Bye. Yeah, you good. You good. Uh, yeah, Chicago yeah. Comedy Scene Radio hitting us up. Vegas, that's where I should be. I love Vegas, man. What I what I, I think there's huge potential Paulie Shore just moved out here. I heard I can't say what other comedians about to move out here because I don't want to put their personal business out here. But there are a lot of comedians moving to Vegas. And this is what hit me when I moved here. I'm going to open a podcast studio. I'm going to have all my friends that are are comedians when they come into town. It's going to be like an open facility. It's going to be a comedy hang. But also I was thinking I can go up every single night once everything gets back to normal and make more than $25 a show like in L.A. Like literally, I can make solid money when I have a week off and practice everything that week. 
So it, it's amazing, man. I just feel there's so much potential. I feel I told Leo Flowers in a year, once I build my compound, he's coming out. I want Orlando Labor to come out. I want Nick Garrett to come out. I want Joe Larson to come out. I want to create Joe Rogan has inspired me so much. I want to create something he had in L.A., but in Vegas, you know, and you got UFC here. I don't really watch it that much. I'm trying to get into it. But just think about how many celebrities come to L.A. And if you can be that Joe Rogan and I know that's lofty expectations. And but my thing is, that's what you need to go after or you're not hungry. You know, so I want those lofty expectations. So I want to build that here because every entertainer in the world comes to Vegas. But I feel it's a different attitude when you come to Vegas. It's more of a vacation, more of a hang. When you're in L.A., it's work. You know, it's work or you live there and you still, you know, I was talking about it with my wife last night. I was like, to have lunch with somebody, you just can't call somebody to have lunch that day. It's like, well, oh, we got it's in L.A. take too long to go see somebody in Vegas. You're going to have that same problem pretty soon because of that football stadium. Oh, but that's, but that's I, I'm not going to live on the strip. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm living far away. I'm living way far out, away from that. out there. Yeah. With, I tell uh, you. Britney Spears, you, you next door to, to Britney. Yeah, right. Uh, Charles Manson again says, yeah, it's crazy. I get so many telemarketers saying that. See, we're not the only ones that call him Charles Manson. But that's but that's how crazy the brain is. It's like I know how to read. But my brain did not let me see Charlton Mason. I saw I know. Charles Manson. We wanted to see Charles Manson on yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been dope. Ashley Tran says, moved to Vegas. I used to be there. Summerland area is the best. It's a great place to raise kids. See, that's another place. We're, you know, we're renting right now, but we're renting way out. Like, I didn't want to be around the strip. I wanted to be no. way out. So if I have friends visit, it's more like, it's just like, it's beautiful. It's driving into paradise. Like you could see the strip from 30 miles away, 40 miles away. The skies are clean and blue. There's no stress. So, you know, I can fly anywhere out of Vegas. Like I just went to Minneapolis and did a show this weekend and it was crazy, man. It was like in and out. No LA. Oh, it was beautiful. Leo. It was in beautiful. And out that airport, man. Yeah. What'd you show up like five minutes before the flight? And Man, it was like a minute. Literally, I showed up at like 10 minutes before the flight. It, it's so easy to get in and out, man. Uh, we're coming to Vegas, too. A lot of people. Thanks, Heidi. She always checks in. Thank you so much. A lot of people moving out here, man. A lot of people are moving out here. So yeah. so so how are you dealing with Corona right now? Where are you? Have you are you still in L.A.? Are you have you moved around? What's your thing? Uh, right now, I'm in San Diego. I've been here since it uh, since Peru. Me and my girl left. For Peru in March for our birthday, we we're gonna hike Machu Picchu, and then we couldn't do that because they were shutting the borders down in 24 hours. So we flew back, uh, and then when we landed, everything was shut down. So we we're like, she lives in San Diego, I live in LA, and uh, we we're like, where you wanna quarantine? And so we picked San Diego, and I've been here. I, I got the same clothes from four months ago, Peru, that I had when I left for the trip. I, I really have not been back to my place. To grab anything else, I just got shorts and two pair of socks. And you're living uh, that Michael Yo lifestyle. Yeah. I wear the same yeah. thing every day. <laughs> People always like, Why you wear the same thing? This is all I got. Leo C. Michael, I got like 30 of these shirts, yeah. yeah. I got yeah. hats, and I just wear I, I wear the same. It makes it and easier. Listen, I'm ready for Star Trek. I'm ready for us all just to be wearing the same thing every day. I'm good. I don't need to be wasting time on what I'm I need to be coordinating. You know, I try to tell my wife that I I, I will eat the same thing every day. I'm every a day. robot. 
I'm like, literally what, breakfast? what was your breakfast? Like, what would you if you could have the same breakfast every day? Oh, I do have it every day. It's chia. What? It's uh chia. I, I mix it overnight, one fourth cup of chia, then I put a cup of almond milk and shake it up real good, put it overnight, have some of that in the morning, put some uh almond butter in it, a little splash of whipped cream just to make it tasty. And then after that, a three, four hours later, I have some Ezekiel bread with avocado smashed on it with some hot sauce. And then after that, I have dinner. You know he has it every day because he says stuff like quarter cup and a splash. Like, that's, real, that's, real, that's real detailed. He was like, I have an eighth spoon of a three ounce. Uh, yeah, right. At 330. <laughs> I, I'm getting real specific. You remember Lance Ross, the guy we were making fun of his haircut? He just he just hit back and said, uh, when's the last time you got a cut, bald guy? Shots <laughs> uh, fired. See, what happened was, uh, Lance, I had your same barber, so I was like, just cut it all off. He did the same thing to me. I had exactly what you had, Lance, and I was like, man, just keep going. I, I can't walk the streets with that. Anita. Anita, Anita Rasul. Hi, Michael. What's up, Anita? I love all these people hitting me up, man. Like you guys have made my Facebook page grow. It was almost to, it's to the point now where I was talking to a guy I was like, you know, different platforms on social media, you'll pop on one and don't really pop on the other. Yeah. I think Facebook is my jam. I'll put yeah. out my podcast, but it's just basically a copy of what we're doing now. But this is where it's at, man. Like Facebook. You know why? Because Facebook is family. And and that's what yes. you're about. And that's what people on Facebook grab it. Like people that talking about family on Twitter and Instagram is all these yoga chicks and Lululemon pants <laughs> trying to act like it's not porn. Like Facebook is family. And like you ever try to post something controversial, it, it doesn't really resonate. But you talk about family, you talk about love, you talk about raising your kids, about relationships. People love that stuff, man. And and that's what that's what Facebook is good for. Well, let me also tell you about Facebook. When it's all said and done, Facebook is going to be standing. All these other all things right. are going to come and go. So my, I really feel like because the love I get on Facebook is crazy from AGT, you know, from just. It's been building, man, and all like people are really into, like you said, family. And I think we see so much negative out there. It's really good that so many people hit up in a positive way. You know, well, uh, hold on one second. Anita, we love you, Michael. Keep shining your lights. We and that's what it's about, man. I try to shine light, man. I try to I want to talk about real stuff, but at the same time, I want to also brighten people's day. Yeah, because, you know, the other part was great about people always talk about like social media is like killing kids or not killing kids. But it's, uh, you know, it's not good for your brain. It's not good for society. But so many people have found their tribe on through Facebook. There's so many different groups. My sister has found a book club. Uh, she's found other clubs and groups uh, on Facebook that, that she's been able to join a workout group. She's just been, you know, especially if you move and you're trying to make friends and find people where everybody's quarantined right now, it's a it's a really a great place to connect with other people. So it makes sense that you would you would thrive on that. So for all, everybody watching right now, what I need you to do is hit some thumbs up, hit some hearts, because that makes this uh, page blow up even more. Share the podcast. You know, we're just trying to uplift people here. Uh, it's a great thing, man. It's a great thing we're doing. So Leo, since this show is about uplifting, I want to, you know, you've dealt with suicide, correct? Yes, sir. I, and yep. so I want to know, like, how did you dig yourself out? Because there's so many people right now 
that are going through a tough time. You're isolated at home. If you're single, you're by yourself. You don't know if you should go out. If you're right. with your family, you know, you have that support group, but you have to be in a good family to have support group because you could be in a very toxic place being at home as well. So yeah. when you were at that place where you're like, yeah, man, I'm going to end it all because I want I don't want this to be a bummer. I right. want to inspire people that are feeling this right now. Uh, how do you how do you change your thought? How do you change your direction of your life and what pulled you through? I'm still digging, yo. I'm still I still got the shovel in my hand. I'm still digging. Every day is a, a, a new day. And I think that uh, that once I realized that once I realized that I'm always going to have a shovel in my hand, I'm always going to need to dig dig you know myself out the hole uh it it became something that i wasn't afraid of uh it became something that i started to embrace i was like i'm just built like this is how my brain thinks and it's something that uh not that i want i'm gonna have to fight but i'm just gonna have to figure out how to live with and manage so i don't take my days for granted to me i realize it's all about the day like there's nothing more important than the day so like today, I woke up, I meditated for 20 minutes because I know I got to activate that prefrontal cortex. That's where you think. A lot of times when we're emotional, when we're upset, sad, grieving and despair and pain, uh, that's all amygdala. Our fight and flight kicks in. We either want to avoid everything or we, we, we get real aggressive and we want to fight. Uh, and so, you know, you have to take some time out in the morning. That's what I've really gotten good about, Michael Yo. Yeah. Take time out in the morning for laying a foundation for how I want to walk the earth for the rest of the day. So I journal, I meditate, I read, I exercise. I, get, I make sure I get sunlight before screen light. That's huge. When you wake up in the I morning, love that. I love try that. To get outside as soon as possible. Uh, get sunlight before screen light, and uh, because when you get sunlight, first of all, you're outside. Nothing makes you feel better than being outside. And Let me two, tell you. You're, you're exercising, so that's great. You should make a T-shirt that says "Sunlight Before Screen Light." That's you know, I wish that's that a was beautiful mine. thing. I wish that was mine. That's from Andrew Huberman, right there. Uh, he's a he's a neuroscientist. Uh, he just did my podcast, so I, I, I couldn't take that from him. But sunlight before screen light for sure. All right, let me go through some of these comments that are coming in. Leo Flowers back, yay! Look at that. They know you're a regular. They really love Leo Flowers. Leo, I've been there and I agree. You have to take it a moment at a time, a day at a time, sending you love. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Oh, and, she's a sister. She's a sister, Anita Rasul. Oh, Anita, Leo, I've been there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, Anita. I didn't even look at the name. Yeah. Are you sweating, Leo? Why are oh, you yeah. sweating? So, let me tell you. <laughs> well, I'm like, this is a podcast. This is not a hard hitting interview, Leo. Like, why are you sweating? Come on now. Right now, Michael. No. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, so I, I have my I personal train also. And so my first client is at 6 a.m. and I'm training clients all morning up until about noon. So I actually moved some clients around so I could do the Michael Yo show. But yeah. I was training clients from 6 a.m. up and right up until this show. And my heart rate is still up because I, you know, I'll I be in there right with them. You know, I'm moving, I got the music blasting, and uh, we, we having a good time. So, uh, if anybody's looking for a personal trainer through via Zoom, hit your boy Leo Flowers up and let's let's go. So let me ask you this: Have yes, you gained more clients living in San Diego, or are these all Zoom clients, not real life clients, like in person? 
No, these are all my clients who I had in real life before Zoom. And then I picked up actually two older clients. Uh, they came back, actually. So I actually gained clients uh, during this uh, this whole thing uh, because of the Zoom workouts. And because there's not a lot of trainers that will wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. You know, before we were doing 4.30 a.m. workouts. So, you know, I to me, it's like, let's go. You know, you got to be up with the hyenas, you know. The hyenas. Oh. Yeah. oh. <laughs> uh, Millie Estrada says you need to get a little fan to the side. <laughs> you know what? The, the way the way I move, Millie, a fan is not enough. You could turn the AC on. I'm still working up the sweat. That's kind of workout we doing. This is what I, this is what I love. About, this is what I love about my Facebook family is like <laughs> they come after you. You yeah, know, they, yeah, they're yeah. funny, they're nice, they're sweet, but they will call you out too. That's what I love yeah, about yeah, it. Man. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. this Facebook family. Uh, so it was interesting. I was in, out going, yo. Like, oh uh, man, you, you had a routine back in LA and now you're in Vegas. So, what have you been, you know, are, is there, uh, do they have a franchise there in Vegas or what are you doing now? So I do Lift Society. I, I work with those guys. I yeah. support local businesses, but also in this community I'm in, there's a lap pool. So tomorrow I'm going to start trying to get 20 laps in a day to start and see, that's my goal. 20 laps easy, but I'm sure I'll, I might get like eight, nine, 10, but I want to build up to 20 where every morning I'm doing 20 laps mm. and that's a different type of cardio and it'll make my just body stronger lifting wise. I'm in there, you know, I'm still dealing with the COVID stuff. Some days it's great. Some days it's not great. You know, just fatigue wise, you know, I'm just, I'm just dealing with some fatigue here and there that I didn't have before, but I think the swimming's going to help. I think, you know, I'm hitting the gym every day. Um, like I said, I, I'm blessed to have uh, two projects coming out. So I got to stay in a certain shape, you know, so I'm, I'm in, in working out just makes me feel great. It makes me yeah. feel good. You know what I mean? And you sleep 10 times better. I, you know, if we were talking about mental health earlier. Sleep is your number one priority. I don't care what anybody says. You can eat all the, the healthy foods you want. You could you could do all the workouts you want. But if you're not honed in on that, that was the first thing I did when you asked me yo, when I was in a place of despair. The first thing I honed in was my sleep. I got blackout curtains. Those really make a difference in terms of keeping that, that light out because even your skin can detect sunlight. So even if you got a face mask on and you don't have the, the blackout curtains, that sunlight can come and wake you up because your, your skin picks that up. And then also uh, keeping your room cool so that you can sleep. And then the third thing is not eating too close to bed so you're not waking up to use the bathroom. Or uh, if, you're, if you're digesting too much food before sleep, you can't get into those deep REM cycles which is where the the muscle repair takes place, and but also where we're able to regulate our moods. If we're not able to get into deep REM cycles, then it makes it difficult for us to regulate our moods the following day. That's why you get a bad night's sleep and you're kind of groggy and and and, and moody. Uh, so you gotta okay. hone in sleep. Number one. All right. Well, I got a question for you, and it's a relationship question because I know for a first time in a long time you're in a great relationship. A very, uh, it's a relationship that makes you a better person. But it was interesting. Me and my wife got into a conversation because one of our friends brought it up. Should you, once you're in a great relationship, and let's say you're married, I'm talking about to all married people, so all you people can jump in. If you're married, should you wish an ex a happy anniversary? 
Should you wish an ex a happy ex? I think it depends on. No, wrong, wrong, wrong. I think it depends on the relationship you have with uh, the person you're with and the relationship you had with them. There's, there's, there's no, uh, you know, there's no blanket answer. There's always context. It's like, should you shoot somebody? You can't just say no. It's like, are they breaking in my house? Or a breaking up a fight and then being shot in the back seven times. You know, Leo, that's about Leo, that that's that's real cute. That's a cute answer. Uh, but when you married, when you married, Leo, <laughs> let me let you know. When you married, uh, you're not wishing any ex anything. Okay, yeah, she getting married, man. I, I just I, I think that mm-hmm. if you get in a healthy relationship. And you left things in a healthy place with your ex. Also, two 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 things have to happen simultaneously. Then definitely, it's not like you're saying, "Hey, uh, congrats on finding someone new." They're, they're actually now in a committed, so they're, they're out the realm of anything coming back. I think that it's okay. Yeah, the the guy with the bad haircut. Growth, yeah, and Lance needs that growth. Speaking of growth. <laughs> 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 Speaking of growth, Lance. see, see, but but what you said, what you just said, is a very male answer. I guarantee you, there's not one woman that agrees with you. Look at this, hell, hell nah, nah. <laughs> Anita. Like men will no, say that. Hold up, hold up, my girl, who who I'm in a very relationship, very healthy relationship with, Michelle. Michelle, would it be okay for me to text the ex happy anniversary if if she or is it you said anniversary or engagement? No anniversary. Like she's married, you're married. There's no reason to text the girl. That's what I'm saying. Oh, anniversary. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking engagement. No. No, no, no. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. There's I wouldn't no, text. No yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, or I, even happy birthday. I, or even happy birthday. There's no reason. Nah, nah, nah. I wouldn't do that. Nah. Okay. Now, now, see, now you're thinking like a married man. See, right, that's well, what I like. You said engagement. I, I would have been like, oh, yeah, I, I think that's okay to text happy, you know, hey, you're getting engaged. Congratulations, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. But I, yeah, I, did, I, you know, it was the same thing with the Charlton Mason house. I saw Charles no, Manson. No, Charles Manson popped back up. <laughs> he said, Charles Manson says on their anniversary with their new spouse, question mark. No, actually, I don't wish anyone at all a happy anniversary except my brother. That's kind of creepy. I mean, I'll like a post. I don't speak to my ex. See, I won't even like an ex. Nah, post. Nah, I don't even like the Mm-mm. post. Because my know, wife will post. go through that. She'll yeah. be like, <laughs> she'll be like, wait a minute, what's going on? Hey, so speaking of which, you know what I love, yo? I, I love that I'm, I'm in a place where I can give my girl my cell phone, my laptop, my iPad, my bank. She got access to all of that. This is the first relationship. Where she's had all access, and it's something I sleep. I think that's why, also why I sleep better at night. It's like it's all out there on the table. You know, some relationships I, I okay. had to keep my cell phone on me twenty four seven. This feels so. And you taught me that. I remember you were the one. This is I don't know if you remember that conversation. Of course I do. Uh, when we first started going on the road, and you're like, man, it just feels good that I could give my wife my phone and not have anything to worry about. And I and that always stuck with me. And I was like, man, I'd be up all night, my eyes off. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me like, let me tell you this. 
go. <laughs> Let me tell you this. When you do first, at first, when you start giving your wife your phone, you do get nervous, not because you're doing anything wrong, but you never know who's going to text you when you first get in a relationship. You right. know what I mean? And you don't know how she's going to interpret something that is completely innocuous. Like, you know, it, it just, yeah, you just don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I get nervous about or did get yeah. nervous because at the beginning of a relationship, girl it's weird it's girls and guys they tend to come around when you're happy you know yeah. so when they find out you're in a good relationship they'll be like hey uh so what are you up to and if your wife sees that text you're like i don't control like what i can't help if people hit me up you know what yeah. i mean everybody knows now after we got married now everybody knows i'm married so i don't get those texts anymore so i'm not nervous about that at all but like you where you are you know it's it's a thing where you never know what type of text. As long as the person who has your phone knows, hey, yeah. I could get any text. I don't talk to these people. So, you know, I can't take responsibility if they text me, you know? Right. Uh-oh. I mean, I've already had that conversation. I was like, listen, we only eight months in, so there's still going to be some residual <laughs> text messages coming in. Anita <laughs> Rasul again says, says Leo, she's the one. Yeah, I know your girl didn't oh, like yeah. that. I know your oh, girl yeah. didn't like, like that comment at all. Right now. <laughs> you're oh, the she got a smile on her face. I can't really tell what it means. But, you're the oh, only one laughing in that in that room right now. Trust me. So Anita says, "Leo, she's the one." She's the what? That's right. She put the capital S H E S. Yeah, I, I you know, for she's the one. She's hey, she ain't going nowhere. I keep my eyes on this one right here. Oh, look at that love and that. I, I remember when Leo was running around like crazy. Man, I and, and you know what? It's it's to the point where like I almost am like I almost like I hate like I got to go up to L.A. today just for a few hours for an audition, drive all the way back, and I'm like, do I want to take her with me? You know, like I, I don't even like leaving without her. You know, I'm trying to figure out all the ways to 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 keep her by keep her on like on a little keychain or something. You know. <laughs> 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 or like make your little bobblehead on the car. You know, I just wanted to keep her with me. Oh, Lance, <laughs> Lance Ross is back. He goes, he goes, uh, oh, let me put his comment up. He said, baby yeah, yeah, got him yeah, sweating yeah, those bullets. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's right. <laughs> she That's got right. you sweating over there. You got to watch what you're talking about. Got to watch it. Got to watch it. But, right, you know, that's the thing that's freeing is like when you're, when you're in a committed relationship, it's like you actually it's the opposite. You don't have to watch it because, you know, everything is has been laid out and there's there's nothing that you, you're like hiding or, you know, not discussing. We talk about money, fine, you know, sex, all those things, relationships. So we have very candid conversations. So I feel very lucky. All right. So I keep these things around 30 minutes. We've been on 30 minutes. So, Leo, pimp, whatever you want to pimp, man. Uh, check out my podcast. Uh, it's on all the streaming services. It's called Before You Kill Yourself. It's a suicide prevention podcast. And, uh, and even though it's a suicide prevention podcast, we're talking sleep. We're talking, I have a relationship therapist on there. If you're going through a divorce, I have uh, people who teach you how to find someone if you don't have someone. Uh, we have nutritionists on there. Uh, just people teaching you. We have financial experts. So all these things that contribute to uh, a wellness way of life. We're not just talking about people who are, who are wanting to end their lives. We're talking about how to thrive while you're here. And then last thing is uh, I also life coach. 
and so you can go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. And we can talk about all those things, uh, transitions, tragedies, traumas, or if you're just trying to figure out how to thrive, how to sleep better, eat better, move better, then I'm your guy. Leo right. Leo.com. All right, Leo. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time. Uh, man, just keep doing what you're doing. I'm happy you're in a great relationship because yeah. it, it feels great to know somebody is there for you all the time and has your back. And it, it's just a it's just an incredible feeling. And that's with this podcast that I'm doing, the Facebook family. You know, this it, that's the thing. It's love, man. We're all going through everybody's going through the same thing right now. To yep. different degrees but you know we just gotta once it's all over we just need to get together and you know learn not to be selfish where people are being so selfless there's so many people being selfless so let's not be selfish you know what i mean so yes, sir. all right Leo. Good news is but congratulations on the two big projects you got coming up brother yeah right. you, you know so. i used to i used to tell close friends about stuff and then a couple of those didn't go through so now i'm just like you know what once it's done and I sign that piece of paper, yeah, once yeah. I sign, then it's all good. Then it's all good. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, brother. Peace. Thank you. All right, later. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for uh checking out the Facebook family. I love you guys. Uh make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you want, but you're gonna get it right here on Facebook. Please spread the word of the show. Man, it's doing so well. I'm getting so many views and I can see it growing. You know, like I, I when we first started, it was like 100 views a day, 150 views. Now it's up to like three, four, sometimes 6,000 views. So this is all because of you guys. So definitely share the pod. Get it out there. It's exclusively on Facebook first. So this is where we do it. I'll be doing it a couple times a week as well. So um, there you go. So I appreciate all the love. I will see you next time. Okay, bye-bye.